Hello and welcome to the Boomer Doug and Mike Show, a podcast consisting of three friends who love to shoot the shit and talk about a variety of subjects from music, sports, to comedy, and food. Let's throw it to Boomer. Hey guys, I'm Boomer. I am 31 years old. I am from Holberts, Oklahoma. I am married and I have a daughter. Uh, she's five. Um, I'm going to throw it to Doug. Hey everybody, I'm Doug. I'm uh, one one half and founding member of the band, pop punk band, Don't Write Back. I'm album dropping February 25th. It's also my birthday. Send me gifts. Um, <laughs> I'm the bass player for uh, pop punk band Through It All. I uh, got a lot of shows coming up, so come say hi. So yeah, anyway. Back to Mike. Alrighty, and I'm Mike, a huge fan of pop punk music. I am the other half of the band Don't Write Back. I play guitar, try to write riffs for Doug's lyrics. You also look super sexy when you're doing it. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm 30 from Holbert as well. Uh, So, Boomer, what you thinking about today? Oh... Not a lot. It's my day off. I got to relax at home, and Doug has a piece of moo- uh, of uh, an oatmeal cream pie staring me straight in the face. Uh, just so you are aware, he does love his oatmeal cream pies. It's probably my favorite little Debbie of all time. Um, we'll we'll discover that I'm gonna eat a lot during these podcasts, especially when we get to video. Just if you see me with a bag of Cheez-Its or popcorn or whatever just it's fine don't worry about it it'll be all right his cousin really loves oatmeal cream pies as well so um yeah (laughs) shout out to justin (laughs) and he is having twins yeah his life's over (laughs) all right boys so why don't we get into a little bit of uh how we met each other so, my first uh, my first uh, encounter with Doug, we were in grade school. We went to Shady Grove in, uh, I guess, Hol- uh, Holbert area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was in the sixth grade. He was in the fifth. Yep. And we were both into wrestling back then. And uh, well, I, I, we pay attention to it now. We just don't watch it much. Stone but... cold, stone cold. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I remember. Uh, I asked to borrow his copy of SmackDown 2 on the PlayStation, and uh, he let me borrow it, and we have been friends since, and that's been 20 years, over 20 years. Over 20 years. So, yep. And then I remember my first encounter with Mike. Now, uh, so we didn't meet until we were in high school. Um, I'm a year older than Mike. He was a freshman. I was a sophomore. And we were riding the school bus home. And I remember looking over at Mike, and he has this big old thumbtack, and he proceeds to just put it in his arm, like straight up. It went all the way in his arm, and he didn't say a word. He just did it. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of an intimidation factor, trying to just, you know, assert my dominance a little bit. Is that what it's called? Huh? <laughs> you know, that or it was his, it was really his introduction into the, the emo phase that we all kind of constantly living skip the razor go right to impaling yes (laughs) it's the only way to do it (laughs) so uh doug what about you well 
I mean, you, you covered how we met pretty well. We were um, we were in band together. Um, your house was like one of the first ones I ever hung out at. And there was, um, I want to say there was two of our other friends there the first time I went to your house. Was it, was it uh, 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 Lovey and, and Lamb? Oh, yeah. They were there. They were there, uh, yep. Shout out to those two. They know who they are. I, I want to feel, I feel like they, um, like the house was locked and we couldn't get in at first, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I don't know. I have, I have a lot of old memories of um, our our exploits, and we'll we'll get into that in due time. There was a lot of memories we had there at the house. We had the we had the wrestling in common. We had uh, we both played basketball, um, so we we're similar position, both power forward, center position, um, up until like seventh or eighth grade, and I finally got to play a little small forward. Um, Michael, though. The first time I think I like unknowingly met you was probably when you were in Lost City on the basketball team. Were you on the basketball team? I was definitely on the basketball yeah, team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were that a hole that just shoved people out of the way <laughs> underneath the basket and got all the rebounds. I, I typically fouled out of every game by <laughs> halftime. So, uh, I do remember a kid we went to grade school with who, uh, we, that was one school that we always beat was Lost City. No offense. Oh, we, but, we uh, sucked. We, uh, we had this one kid who nearly fouled out in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> was it Possum Boy? It was Possum Boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That he did not know how to play basketball whatsoever. It was, it was it's terrible. It's funny to watch. I love the name Possum Boy. For some reason, he was obsessed with like saying possum, but he wouldn't say it right. He would say opossum all the time. And then he would be like possum. Yeah, he would just like possum, and I was just like really weird. I, he, I don't think he was all there, but I say that sounds kind of like a redneck golem a little bit. I mean, he, I think he is pretty redneck, so that tracks. Uh, like, I, I want my precious. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I remember, the first time uh, we had like an actual game, and he was on. They had A team and B team, and uh, the first the first time that they put him in, I was uh, I was always on the A team. I was usually a starter. Uh, they had me f- playing for both teams uh, that year, so because they didn't have enough people for the B team. Anyway, he gets the ball on like uh, inbounds and he starts dribbling. And he looks like a chicken with his head cut off, <laughs> like literally like all the way to the side, and he's just you know going uh, like in circles. <laughs> and literally, co- coach calls a timeout. And like I'm, I'm the biggest guy on the team apart from Boomer's cousin, and it was like the one year that that Cody played he sports. Played, yeah. yeah, so I like he was the center. I should have been the power forward. He was like, he was like, give Doug the ball. So I got to be point guard for the whole game. So much fun. I. uh we were getting killed by Woodall. That's who we were playing. It was Woodall. See, Woodall was always good at sports. When we yeah, were they had the two. Young. They had the two Jakes, and they were like awesome. I think it was Duval and Fisher. Yeah. And they were just they were beating us by like thirty points at halftime, and uh, I remember just launching a, a half court shot 
as the buzzer goes off. I remember and it that because in, we all jumped on you. And everybody just like, it was just like I won the freaking Super Bowl or whatever. Like, it, it was the coolest memory of basketball that I have. But, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how me and you first encountered each other. Unknowingly, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you cover the first time we actually met. Okay, well... I remember the first time Doug and I officially met, uh, he was dating a friend of mine. Um, we were at my best friend's house in Holbert and, uh, she brought Doug over. Uh, he was actually kind of quiet. We didn't know anything about him. She always told us he was a good guy. Obviously he is. Um, I had to ask around because we were really protective of this friend at the time, and uh, the people that went to church with him did, in fact, vouch that he was a great guy. Not sure what they think now, but... So the, so the people, for, for record, the people that knew him, me and her, we used to call Doug the Bible guy because he was really religious back then. <laughs> you know, I, I think I see her in public, and she says hi, and that's probably the extent of... Our friendship now we haven't really spoken in like a decade but oh yeah and then uh from there it had been a while since we had uh we'd see each other again after that point it had been oh, probably like eight months to maybe a year yeah until uh she had got that place in telequan and then we all really got to know each other and that's when i found out doug really into music just like i was total opposite ends of the spectrum but uh still the same genre yeah absolutely (laughs) and uh boomer like he said we met uh on the school bus when i was a freshman he was a sophomore um we used to sing tenacious d all the time on the bus on my uh ipod we We still still do it now now. it's just not as often (laughs) yeah usually it's on snapchat so (laughs) (laughs) same thing just uh updated get it on in the pot is on if you if you don't know me and doug really really like jack black like he would be one of my top five celebrities to ever meet so but yeah we used to sing uh, tenacious d all the time yeah, and Boomer, we would sing that when he wasn't yelling at the bus driver to get us home so we could watch Dragon Tales and Arthur. Yes, yes. yes. Rip. I, I remember it now. I was always like, Howard, let's get home. Hurry up. We'll watch Dragon Tales. <laughs> our our uh, bus driver, um, you remember the uh, scene on billy madison where chris farley's driving the bus and he's like guy, hey! guy drives like a damn animal that that described howard at all times so howard he was probably my favorite bus driver ever but there were times where he would hit mailboxes at one time when i was younger he hit our fence at the house howard was pretty cool i know this probably slipped your mind but Shout out to Jim Pierce. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Well, he didn't really. He wasn't on our route, yeah. but he, he drove for us a few times. Yeah, and Jim still talks to us to this day. Yep. So catches me at work, catches you at work all the time. We always come up, shake your hand, say hi, ask how's it how's it going. Yeah. So he's well, out doing shopping for his mom. 
Yep, this whole COVID thing has a lot of people scared, so uh, he comes in and does it for her. Sometimes she comes with, but he's always there to help her. All right, so Doug. Yeah. You've got some uh, music stuff coming up with uh, your band Through It All. Why don't you tell us some of the dates and some of the uh, new album news? Cool, yeah. So, uh, like I was saying earlier, playing bass for these guys, uh, me and... Daniel go way back in high school. He taught me my first pop punk song on on guitar. It was Only One by Yellow Card. Uh, still love that song to this day. It's, it's my least favorite Yellow Card song. Just throwing that out there. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinions no matter how it's wrong It's good. They are. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> at, at the time of when I first heard it, I thought it was just the worst thing ever because it wasn't my style of music. So. Yeah, it grows on you. Anyway, so he, me and Dan go way back, and we've always kind of wanted to, to have this band together. It's something we always wanted to do. Um, we tried once in high school, and our drummer was just... A, total loser like he just he wanted to manipulate everybody in the group and turn each other against one another and it was just it was stupid really so what was y'all's uh name back then uh you know we didn't really have that group did not actually have a name um i daniel may have had a name for it we were probably just like it's probably just Daniel Dew, and we were just the the musicians. So, so <laughs> Daniel Dew and the Pussy Slayers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we did we did form a group after Daniel went to college, and we we played uh, one show at school, and we did one song that was believed by Yellow Card, and that band name was going to be the Cheesy Penises. <laughs> That's the one that I, I was talking love about. It. <laughs> and we thought that we were going to get in trouble for it, so we, we changed it to the Salty Logs. <laughs> I remember many a nights playing rock band with the uh, Salty Logs. Yep. Green Grass and High Tides. Yes. Oh, dude. I, I've completed that once or twice on Expert, and it was only because Boomer was storing the... Uh, the revive in the bank and after i would fail in the guitar solo he would save me and then we'd make it to the next solo and you'd have to save me again on record i would let the uh, solo go as far as i could before i start getting booed really bad and then that's when i'd use the star power to bring him back yeah that last that last solo was just a little too hard i never quite got it down well that, that whole song after you after a while it got really hard yep so and i that's the only time that I remember actually completing it on Expert. Um, I, I'd have to say that's one of the hardest songs to date. Yep. Rock Band's a game that we need to break out on the stream eventually, except for if we're going to do ACDC, I don't want to play the drums. Oh, I want you to play the drums. That That is the quality entertainment that our, our audience needs. We need to scrounge around uh, enough money to buy the, the drum set for the... the uh, Xbox One. Yeah, we have a, such a larger library on on Rock Band Four that me and Boomer have purchased over the years. We've we've bought a ton of songs. It, it's been a while since I've played it, but I know uh, I know if we get on there, we'd probably buy another thirty forty dollars worth of songs. Oh, on easy. There. I know we have a ton of Breaking Benjamin, a ton of Yellow Card, All Time Low. We just we've we got Bling, Shine Down. I think we bought some of the Shine Down. Yeah, so. We we have a lot of good songs we can choose from, but uh, yeah. So back to the the salty logs. So we did the one song. 
we were going to dedicate it to the emo kid that was in the very corner of the bleachers at the top. And it was like, the bleachers are packed, except for that one corner and that emo kid's by himself. And then we thought that he may harm himself, so at the last second, we dedicated the song to uh, the like the five foot one teacher named Mr. Bean. He was super <laughs> short, and he had a really deep voice. And uh, so we we uh, dedicated that to him. And that was a good time. <laughs> this uh, one goes out to Mr. Bean. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly how it went. Um, as far as the through it all stuff though, so me and Daniel finally had this opportunity. One of his friends came back from California, started this band. Uh, they were originally going to try to bring me on as the other guitarist and uh, had a hiccup with a bass player, couldn't find a bass player. So that's what I'm doing for them. Um, we have a new single coming out on the 25th called Puzzles. It's going to be part of the new Puzzles EP that will drop at a later date. Um, we have a show on the 12th of March at the Vanguard. And then we have another show the 18th of March at Dwayne's Place in Tahlequah. And we have several other shows lined up between here in Texas and one out in Omaha. So anybody around to those areas, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. We have all of our dates posted and you guys can come hang out. We love to meet fans and uh, just chill and hang out. Through It All is really, really good for a follow. Y'all kind of dominate the uh, social media scene. Guys work really hard on your social media presence. I'd like to shout out to Nick. Yeah. He's made that possible. Nick um, grinds nonstop. That's all he does. He, he lives, he, he lives, the, he's the social media guru. I'm, I'm like consulting him for for our don't write back stuff i'm i've learned so much already now i just need to get off my butt and actually apply it (laughs) right yeah when you when you told me that you were thinking about joining i'm glad that you did because it's a good experience you're learning so much from these guys and just how to how this whole thing works so i know he talked it to talked about it to me like almost every day that we talked and then uh, I'm I'm glad you did it because it's been a great experience. It's it's been great to see you perform, um, even though I've seen it once at Dwayne's place. But um, I know you do well. Um, so and hopefully Dwayne's will be packed out again like it was the first time, which was an electric show. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be cool. Um, we're actually adding at least a minimum of three more songs to our set for that show. I don't know yet what they'll be. We have an awesome pop-punk cover of Jumper by Third Eye Blind. Um, I always vote to put that one into the set list because it's just... I can't wait to hear it. It's cool. Um, I, I always love to hear Damn It by Blink-182. Yeah, that, I'm sure that one will stay in. I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, funny, funny story about how we, we played Damn It as an encore. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I told I told Boomer before the show that I was like Nick said if if enough people like start chanting encore or whatever because he thinks we're gonna they're gonna want one he's like we'll do damn it so Boomer in his uh, slightly intoxicated state you say a slightly intoxicated <laughs> he was, was pretty intoxicated he was hammered he was sloshed. <laughs> Anyway, like, uh, so I, I hear that as soon as we finish the last song, 
uh, Boomer decides he's going to start yelling encore. If you look on the like the the video of it at that point, that's me first, and it made me really excited to hear myself doing it. <laughs> He heard itself on the recording. That's me. That's, That's me. me. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was fun. That that kind of like, damn it, kind of brings us back to like it, it was. It wasn't my first love, so to speak, as a band. Um, but it's like it's the it's the band that ties all the pop punk people together, right. especially like like that song always ties us all together everybody knows that song they love that song uh it's a lot of energy it's a lot of fun we actually had only practiced that song one time before that show and we butchered it really bad even though we all know it (laughs) we completely forgot the bridge we started playing the bridge to all the small things in in the practice (laughs) space i'm like we'll figure it out it's fine to be fair i didn't catch that and that might have been because i was uh singing and i was intoxicated oh no no we 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 hit it we hit it on the show but we just the the one time we practiced it before the show we we didn't even play it right and we're just like ah well we'll get it we we know that song i'm like completely relearning all this stuff on bass which is not difficult but it's just we play we play blink all the time me and you mike and it's just like the guitar parts are ingrained into my memory so Trying to figure out some of the stuff Mark does, uh, like the walking up on the bass lines and stuff that I don't normally do on guitar. Um, that was that was a little bit of a learning curve for me, but I mean, it's Blink. We know Blink, so right. it wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, that's some exciting stuff. I'm really looking forward to hearing puzzles. Looking yes. forward to uh, the show coming up at Duane's. Now, Boomer, what else you got going on? Uh, well, we just recently, we're fixing to start a gaming channel. Um, that's a big thing. Or, well, we're going to be adding it into this, this list of things that we're doing. Um, Mike approached me about a month ago about doing a podcast. And, uh, at first I was like, I was like, yeah, all for it. And I just wasn't sure if it was really going to be getting off its feet, to be honest with you. I know years past we've talked about doing things and it never happening. And then, um, it just, it just started coming together and we just really... We really started doing it, and uh, we got Doug coming along doing it as well, and uh, that that's a uh, it's been a great thing. Just something that I've always wanted to do, like podcasts, and then like the gaming thing. I always wanted to do it, but I just didn't want to do it. I di- I just didn't have the drive to do it. Let's put it that way. And I, I feel like part of it may have been that we just we didn't know how to get started. At least that's part of my problem. I I just didn't know how to start that part of it. Yeah. And uh, we've just been doing a little research. We're a little smarter about things now, and I think it's yeah. it's going to come together pretty pretty nice. So us working on music on the computer and everything has helped us yeah. in that aspect. And yeah, podcasts have kind of been a big part of my life for the last few years. I don't mm-hmm. really listen to music all that much at work anymore. It's more podcast, podcast. Yeah. and uh, that kind of heavily influenced me to. To want to do want this to do this, and I knew that this could potentially lead into us starting a YouTube channel and doing some gaming and some maybe some skits, uh, maybe a few different things. I know we've got a couple other buddies who aren't here right now. Um, one of them lives in Washington. Um, Chance, uh, shout out to Chance. We do miss you. We hope you do come back. Uh, <laughs> we'd love you to be a part of this as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think he would be 
just a really strong personality and like he gives me, he uh, would... he gives me the uh the uh personality of uh, Tom DeLong says as much as as much as I like to be Tom DeLong chance is very fitting as a early nine like late 90s Tom DeLong personality he fits it to a T if oh, you yeah. uh, if you've never heard the Mark Tom and Travis show you need to listen to it because that's what really Made me think, holy crap, that's Chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's him to a T, and he comes by that honestly. Just that's his personality. He didn't listen to that album until like 2012 or so, right? And his personality was already that. Yeah. So the song that makes me think of Chance every time I hear it is uh, "Touchdown Boy." By, <laughs> by, by Bleak. <laughs> so, uh, for those that know, uh, no, and those that don't, they just they have a lot of talking in like during the instrumentals. Yeah, and they just say a lot of like inappropriate football references <laughs> and some other references. But it's just it's it's a good time, and like he sounds exactly like Chance when he says it. You know, it's it's funny that. Uh, you mentioned that because I remember when I first started get, uh, first got into recording, uh, we had a little like rock band mic, and I had just learned what Audacity was. <laughs> I had just really gotten into, you know, playing guitar and knowing what I'm doing and how to do my own stuff. And uh, I hit Chance up, and it was like, hey, we should make like a Christmas parody. And oh, yeah. we made our first one, which, uh, are we cussing on this podcast? I've, I've, I've been, we, have we already dropped a few? one that I've uh, bleeped off, off, and I'll probably bleep this one Yeah, we've, we've said, uh, we've okay. said damn Mark, it several times, but it's a, it's a song title. So. Mark the time on this, because all right, all right, I'm gonna do it now. it's called Santa Claus is Fucking Your Mom. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Instant, instant classic, not gonna lie. And that was instantly followed up with Kevin the Bulging Moose. Yes. <laughs> and yes. just his banter throughout the songs were kind of just genius. He really had a knack for, like, comedy songwriting. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was always, honestly, I was always kind of jealous because, like, well, lyrics were hard for me. And I, as we've grown and I've had life experience, it's getting easier. But, yeah. but it just that kind of stuff just came so naturally to him and apparently espn wants to tell me something <laughs> my bad boys I tell you somebody retired oh uh, it was brett uh, Favre's penis retires <laughs> at the age of 100 well he needed uh oh, no. he, he ran out of pills i have to use viagra, viagra. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh that was kind of our first venture into anything like that and it was fun, and I really, really wish that he'd come back and do some kind of collaboration with us in oh, some kind yeah. of like comedy song. Yeah, it'd be great. I would totally give him a bonus track if he would come write one with us. Like, uh, not even not even a B side, but like just like a bonus track, and we'll just throw it at the end. And yeah. I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> um, so. I know we'll get more into this down the line, but um, we were saying how we're both the uh, co-founders and members of Don't Write Back. Mm -hmm. That's like our little passion project that we work on right. quite a bit. Um, we were saying that uh, have an album coming out Friday the 25th. 
first debut album. But um, and Doug, you did some killer work on this album. I I thanks. I really um, pushed hard on uh, trying to write stuff other than bass parts. Um, I wrote most of the bass parts like the day I went in to record them. And uh, one of them, I completely forgot that I didn't write a bass part. And he was like, all right, we, we tracking bass now? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. I just I, I did it the one time for the recording. And I was like, yeah, it was good enough. And that, that's, that made the cut. But uh, you know, why don't you, uh, you don't really have to elaborate on the song so much. But um, what do you think? Let them know a little bit about, we already have album two in the works. Yeah, we've got what is it? I think close it's, to ten songs already for album two, and uh, yeah, I think the official. I was I was trying to count them this morning. I think the official track number so far is is eight that are like mostly done, and uh, whatever you've been working on. Yeah, I've got a couple. I got one that me and Chance worked on a long time ago. Are we going to try to move forward with that one at all? Or? Yes, yes. I actually uh, I made Boomer listen to that one a couple that, weeks ago. My girl. Yeah. yeah, that one that was actually really. Yeah, good. he was like, "Oh, they they wrote that. That was that was good." Uh, I was like, "Yeah, it's it was like, just a little couple of touch-ups that uh, I thought could get the video really well with." Yeah, it. yeah, so, yeah. We, we definitely got to. We're gonna fine tune it, but like, it's it's a solid track. Like, and and I love those. Like you sent me, you sent me one a while back, and uh, it always makes me like the the guitar you wrote for it always makes me think of that. Uh, if I could, then I would go wherever you will go. And, uh, I, I'm very inspired by those like '90s, early 2000s bands that kind of got that rock. mojo going yeah. on. Yeah, so like that's all I could hear when you sent it to me. So I, I had to detach myself from that because it was stuck in my head. And um, I listened to the lyrics. I was like, okay, this is a really good song. I really like it. I was like, I got to do something different the on the guitar because i can't unhear this song now it's it's ingrained <laughs> into my head it's all i think about and uh so i just tapped some delay on my my amp and started like single note picking some stuff <laughs> and kind of turned it into like a spacey angels and airwaves type yeah thing. i was really excited when you sent me that and we heard when I heard that I was like, man, this is Angels and Airwaves. Like it's got written all over it. Yeah, it fits our style. It's, it's I, I didn't have to change any words. All I did was I, I'm, I'm starting to find out that I'm going to be known as the Bridge Man. You know, <laughs> when all this is said and done, I'm I'm the Bridge Man. Like I write bridges. Like I'm I'm better at writing a bridge than I am at writing a hook. To be honest, I think that is the only song I've ever written that had a bridge in it. Yeah, I just, and I, like, I always think, because I, I usually think by guitar parts, I'm like, how do I, how do I do something different? Because like, to me, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, it's all repetitive, same stuff, same progressions. I'm like, I want to add a different progression. Yeah. So I'll just, I have a bad habit. I write a bridge in almost every song I do. Mm -hmm. So I just, I was just like, that's the only thing that was missing. So I threw a bridge in there, threw the delay. We got another another awesome song. Coming. Oh yeah! So. And if I could just make like a point on the album that's coming out the twenty fifth, mm -hmm. and that is uh, "Good Times Blur Blurred Lines." Good Times and Blurred Lines. Um, 
on that one, the one track that I really suggest everyone listen to is Chance. Yeah, Chance turned out really well. Um, like that is my favorite song on on that one. And listening to it on the daily. Oh yeah. Yeah. So a Chance over it, all of them. Like Doug, he just kind of compiled like all the stuff they had been writing throughout the years and find combed all of it and it just it came together and it's really awesome yeah it's definitely been a a a dream is a goal i wanted to accomplish and now that it's about to be in the rear view i'm like setting new goals i want to ready for the next one yeah i want album two is going to be so much better like collabing with you and i just everything going forward like i there's no telling how far we go with this the stuff i'm learning from from Nick and, and Dan, we can add that into what we're absolutely what we're doing, and it's just there's no telling how far this could go. Yeah, and uh, man, I'm just I'm looking forward to writing some more and recording, getting it all figured out. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to the guy you've got doing the drums and doing the mixing, mastering on this whole thing. He's done just an absolute amazing job yeah shout out to david hale um people might you might not have noticed because you're one of the only ones that's heard all the songs since they've been done mm-hmm. uh he, he even did some screams i uh, heard in that in that one track yeah, yes it was it was very memory. faint but it was really really yeah nice. he, he was really trying to get me to do it and i just I, I couldn't i don't know i guess i felt too weird i couldn't do it and he's like well i'm not a good singer but maybe i can do it and i'll send it over to see what you think and i could barely hear it and in the mix, I can hear it more, but I like it. I thought it was cool. Oh, I, I do too. I thought it was a really nice touch. Yeah. And he did such a bang-up job on the drums. Like, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was excellent. Nice, nice touch. So, kind of switching gears, um, since well, we could ramble about music forever. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so me and, me and Boomer uh, recently shot our first... A uh, little episode that we're doing on YouTube for the um, the streaming side of things that we're doing here. We're we're doing a playthrough of an old PlayStation One classic. Why don't you tell them a little bit about that? So we decided to uh, go ahead and do the uh, first Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on the uh, first first PlayStation. And then what we we're going to do next was we we're going to play the first one on the PS Two. And then jump back to the PS1, do the Chamber of Secrets, and the PS2 Chamber of Secrets, and then just play through them all, just to kind of give a give a uh, shout out to our childhood on that aspect. And there's more that we're gonna do other than just just Harry Potter. I mean, we've got the Final Fantasies. We grew up loving the Final Fantasies, and yeah, uh, I'm excited for those. Even though we we play at least eight, nine, like what once a year at least a minimum of once a year. I mean, we. We are very huge fans of, uh, of eight nine, and uh, we we always quote uh, uh, Final Fantasy ten. <laughs> where uh, I, I call him Titus. Not I'm not. Everybody a, else calls him Titus, but we're, it just sounds so wrong to do we're that. We're pro Titus over here. Titus. You, you, uh, when we're at work, sometimes when we get in a cooler or something, we'll just yell. Uh, Seymour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We throw those out, or uh, he likes to he likes to impersonate Kimari every once in a while. You there's there's a line that Kamari says somewhere in there, uh, or maybe it's just he just shouts Yuna's name or whatever. Like, Yuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah so we get, we get that we get that every once in a while um we're always doing the seymour thing sometimes we'll do the the awkward laugh scene <laughs> you know, and then uh every once in a while so 10-2 was not as well received but every once in a while boomer will break out what can i do for you it's like so when the, when you first hit new game on there it starts that first cut cinematic yep. cut scene and uh Eunice sings the uh, what can i do for you and uh we'll just joke around and play around about that boomer might sing it a little better than yuna he just needs the skirt um, <laughs> i mean you got the long hair so uh, i think you'd look better in a skirt than i would oh, I'll, I'll rock whatever i got but you know <laughs> so uh i mean there's there's other games that we plan on streaming like uh we used to be really big on the SmackDown versus Raw games. Um, back in the day, we used to be able to counter each other every move that we did. Uh, if there was just some sort of, if they ever had like a complete tournament of that one game, me and him would always take down, take this home the silver and gold because we were just that good at it. It would just depend on if I got the sweet chin music in time or not. If I if I hit that, I'm taking the gold. But if not. There, he, he was going to get me every time. Out of 10 times, I may be able to counter it twice. But uh, we all know that there's a certain button masher in this uh, room that uh, is well better than any button masher I've ever met. He is undefeated currently at uh, the mashing of buttons. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys giving me that title. Uh, I take it and run with it. Um, I, what can I say? I grew up on, you know, NES, Super Nintendo, and just that button smashing. That was just kind of my thing. So I remember there was a time, I believe it was on Madden 10, where one of the achievements was you have to win a fight with the... A fight, uh, fight with a fumble in the end zone, and I remember there being a fumble, and then it going into that cutscene of the fight for the fumble, and I remember just throwing the controller at Mike and be like, "Here, just push the button." <laughs> to this day, I never got that achievement. It is. I don't know what it is about that, but I can't ever do it. Now, if you throw Mario Party Eight at me with yeah. the uh, the Shake the yeah. Can game, I am literally undefeated at that game. I'm glad you brought that up. Because that was a game I was going to suggest that we play on the stream. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. It's in there. It's it's going to happen. I got to figure out something with my Wii. Uh, I got to get it fixed or get Boomer to bring his over to the place. And yeah. I I got to find it. But th- there's just so much that we we want to push out on that aspect as well as the podcast. And there's other things that we we might bring in the works as well. Skits, all that kinds of fun. You stuff. You know, I remember a time when we were playing that at said ex's house mm, yes yes um Ch- chance was playing that game with us one night and he was like oh the pop king game i'm good at, i'm good at this game <laughs> anyway just think of it this way it's you shake the can and you have the wii remote in your hand and you shake it it's an up and down motion i mean your your imagination doesn't have to wander that far to figure out what it looks like and uh, yeah, Boomer is like undefeated champ for going on like 13 years now. Thank you, thank you. I'll take it. I, I tried, I tried to play like the Stranger game, and I went lefty, and I got close, but it just, it still couldn't quite match him. So there was another game that me and Doug used to play back in the day, and he hated this game so much. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is now. It's Quidditch World. Cup. I was about to bring that up. I still hate that. 
So when when we were at his place where he used to live, um, we finally broke it out and we started playing it. And let me tell you, I have beaten him every time at that game. I don't really understand how to play it, but I know that you just you just push buttons. That's all I was doing, and I was always beating Not him. Not a good button masher. Well, this last time, he got so close to beating me that I decided to retire from that game. I will never play that game again. Yeah, I think I finally kind of figured out how that game worked. And uh, so I, I was going to win. If we would have had one more match, I would have won. If we were recording that, there would have been a lot of yelling. Uh, yeah, it, it would not have made air, I don't think. <laughs> there would have been a lot of editing. It would, just, it would have just been a silent game of us flailing our arms up and down and the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. It seems like during Mike has all the details. Let me tell you. <laughs> it seems like during that match, there was one chase for the snitch that lasted for like ten minutes. <laughs> it was it was insane. Like my heart was racing the whole time. He was about to get that final that one win on me, and I just I finally decided to rob it back. And I don't know how I pulled that off because you stayed ahead of me for a while. Yeah, I just, I just it was intense. Quite, couldn't quite get it done. Uh, speaking of like old games that we loved and used to play, um, the, I'll, I'll let you tell this story, but so we, we used to play the Sims a lot, right? Oh my God. So there was one, it was, it was busting out and I had done everything. I had one job left. I needed like two or three promotions and it was going to be like a hundred percent done. It would have been the first probably game I ever like 100 percented in my life and some guy at school we were on a band trip and he was playing in the hotel room and he decided to start a new game and he saved over it and i just like i've never touched that game since so we moved on to sims 2 and that's where this funny story comes in so anyway so we decided you know when you build a house you just build a whole family and all that just random people in there so me and doug we made our characters and uh, we decided to make a female in here, and we named her Amy Ding Dong. Amy Ding Dong. And I'm pretty sure somewhere in my house I still have that save file. I'm not sure, but... Uh, we need to burn it. And it needs <laughs> no, to not, we're not see it. the light of day again. So, so, anyway, with this save file, I proceed to think in my mind, I was like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and marry this chick on here. So I get, go ahead and marry her. And her name now is Amy Chukum. Yeah, so I decided it would be funny if I stole your wife. That was the whole point. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you continue. But th- this was my intention. I was like, oh, she married Boomer. I'm going to steal her from him. Anyway, anyway we decided to switch over to her because Doug's person was being a douche. And he wasn't really falling for it. Per usual. Or, or she wasn't falling for it for him. Per usual. So we, we switch over to her and we start the whole process. And anyway, when we get to the point of marrying, uh, I had her propose to him because his guy was being a douche and wouldn't do it, and it, and it actually went through. And uh, you know, the point of it is, is when they got married, since she married him, his last name changed, and it was Doug Chukolate. <laughs> <laughs> so much, nice so much shame has been brought upon me over this. <laughs> You didn't even go with a hyphenate. You just went straight chocolate, huh? Straight chocolate. Everybody already thought we were brothers, so I guess I just needed the name, too. I don't know. We shared a wife, though. <laughs> I don't fictionally <laughs> speaking. <laughs> yeah, fictionally. <laughs> but uh, I remember... Uh, I'm going to throw one more memory in here before we 
before we wrap up. I remember playing The Sims 3, and me, Sonny, Mike, and Sonny, Sonny's one of our buddies, um, but it was all three of us, and then Doug as well, we had, uh, I don't know, so when you get to the point where you're going to bed, Mike's character turned, uh, dressed in some uh, bunny slippers. And every, every time that if I ever pop that game in, I normally take a picture of the bunny slippers and I send it to him. And it just, I don't know what, why, but that always made me laugh. And I remember we always used to try to kill each other with the karma points on there. It seemed like once I remember you posted on Facebook that uh, I died. <laughs> that I was a ghost at one point. Most likely. I think we all died and got, uh, got old and died. What he didn't tell you is that he probably put you in the bathroom and then took away the door and the toilet and the sink and the <laughs> shower. And so you're just in a room in a box with no way out. <laughs> you put me in a box? <laughs> he put you I, 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 promise I promise you I didn't do that. Well, okay, maybe it wasn't you. He probably did it to me. Let's be, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Married my, married my wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I guess that about wraps things up for episode one, just until we can uh, figure out how to get the uh, recording done without cutting, <laughs> cutting off. off. Yeah. Because this, this is our second take of episode one. Yes. Attempt two. Uh, <laughs> hopefully it went much better. I, I, I felt good about this, guys. Yeah, the, the nerves weren't there this it time. Was, uh, it was great. It didn't sound so uh, robot as we talked. Yeah, everything I uh, thought flowed pretty well. I think we, for the most part, talked a lot a lot evenly. So Yeah. It was good. I really enjoyed it. I would say there's a minimum uh, editing this time. Last time, I'm pretty sure we cussed every other word. Uh, yeah, and we kept it down to like two. I can't. So two or three. I can't promise that theme will continue. Uh, as long as these lights stay blue, we should be okay. Stay blue, huh? Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying to me? Oh, yeah. oh no! Fuck! We had to get one. I mean, just seeing just seeing the red on that screen over there is already pissing me off. I'm pretty sure piss is acceptable. We'll, we'll hang on to that one. I just, so, I just had to get one more in there for the edit. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, pad those stats a little more. All right, all right, I got one. Shitty donkey balls. Oh, my God. On that note, we better get out of here. This has been fun. I'm Mike. I'm, I'm Doug. See you all later. Thanks, guys. Bye.